0: 93.3 and a.m. 560 KWTO. This is the Elijah Har show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 93.3 KWTO and stream us on the 93.3 mobile app. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are both in texas today on the mexico border but they're very different places on the border and joining us now on the show trump's national press secretary caroline levitt caroline welcome to the elijah Hart show
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. Big day for President Trump today heading down to Eagle Pass. And uh, sounds like sleepy Joe Biden is going to make his way down there all, uh, as well. What a coincidence on the same day.
0: Yeah, ironically, their, their immigration czar, Kamala Harris, doesn't, never, never found a way to get to the border. Biden finds a way to go to the quietest part of the border and only does it after Trump decides, hey, I'm going to go down and show everybody how bad it is in Eagle Pass.
1: It's unbelievable. These people announced Joe Biden's border visit a week after we publicly announced the president would be going to Eagle Pass. Joe Biden doesn't need to go to the border. What he needs to do is sit at his desk in the Oval Office and re-implement the Trump administration policies. He has the executive power to do it. With one swipe of the pen, he could shut down the border today. But he's going to go down there and do a photo op and point the plane at, at President Trump for nuking the border bill, which was not a border bill at all. It was an amnesty bill. And it's not going to work. The American people understand that this border crisis is because of Joe Biden's policies. He opened our border on day one of his administration. And now we've had an invasion of nearly 10 million illegal people. And we have a new wave of migrant crime, a growing and serious concern in every American community. Every border state is a border state. And we're losing American lives as a result, as we saw last week with the tragic murder of 22-year-old Lake and Riley.
0: Yeah, it creates quite an interesting uh, perspective as you see Trump being the leader on all the issues that that everybody expects the president to lead on. And Joe sort of trying to figure out where the polling is and then how to follow along in the process You guys are just coming off a big win in Michigan this week. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, we had a massive win in Michigan. We love Michigan. We love the Rust Belt. And President Trump is so very excited uh, to be heading there many more times before the November election. It's a state that he won in 2016 and a state that he is hell-bent on winning again in 2024. I mean, look. If we win Michigan or one of the worst felt states, this race is over. And there's so many great, hardworking people in Michigan that are hurting because of Joe Biden's economic policies. His tax and spend policies have hiked up inflation to the highest we've seen it in generations. Of course, he's waged a war on our domestic energy industry, which has brought utility bills and gas prices for all Americans and small business owners in the state of Michigan and everywhere Uh, making it increasingly hard to to make a profit and fill your pockets. It wasn't this way a few years ago. Our economy was booming in the Trump era. Mortgage rates, interest rates, all record low, unemployment too. And so our message to the great people of Michigan looking ahead to this general election in every state is if you want a return to the Trump administration economy, if you want to return to having a nation with a secure border that is actually respected around the world, there's only one person to vote for in November. And
0: it's Donald Trump. Uh, we've got our caucus here in Missouri on Saturday. Uh, your team just released its round of endorsements. Nearly every office holder in the state, from Governor Parson to Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, the leadership in the House and Senate, all on board. When's when's Nikki Haley going to figure out that the party's picked its leader and wants to wants to rally around them?
1: Man, we wish she figured this out a long time ago. She would have wasted. she would have uh- saved a lot of money that's been wasted on her useless campaign we've been calling on her to unify we want to fully focus on joe biden and we are at this point she has no mathematical pathway to the victory i think she knows that i'm not sure why she's still in the race many people believe it's because she's a vessel and a shill for the democrat party which is not hard to believe when you look at who's donating to her campaign people like reed hoffman who is a democrat mega donor that is actually funding one of the lawsuits taking place in New York State against President Trump right now. And so Nikki Haley is serving the purpose of, of the Democrats and the Never Trump establishment. She's not adhering to the will of Republican voters who made their choice in Iowa and New Hampshire and Nevada and South Carolina. Very, very clear that they want President Trump to be our nominee because he's the best fit that we have to beat Joe Biden this November.
0: You know, I, I I've been watching this. Obviously, the border taking a a massive uh uh part of all the uh, voters' minds on what's important to them. But crime also crime seems to be something that every time I talk to voters, they bring it up as a concern right now. Uh, what what what's what's the reason for the lawlessness that seems to have pervaded since Joe Biden took office?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's unbelievable if you look at what Joe Biden has done with the weaponization of our legal system and our court system. I mean, all these court cases that you see across the country, whether it's Fulton County, Georgia, or New York State, he's bending our laws. He's abusing our legal and justice system to go after his main political opponent. That's the hallmark of a dictatorship. That's not what happens in a, in a free market capitalist society. What we saw in New York State, the finding of, of the Trump empire, which is one of the greatest American success stories ever. So Joe Biden is, is bending the laws, breaking the laws, uh, and, and colluding with these far-left Democrat prosecutors in New York and Georgia to go after his as a political opponent. That's what this is about at the end of the day, an attempt to remove President Trump's name from the ballot and imprison him because he serves as a unique threat to the Democrats and the establishment in Washington, D.C.,
0: yeah, I saw that. You know, after Colorado and Maine try to take him off the belt, just yesterday, a judge in Illinois says, "Oh yeah, let's throw him off the belt here." What's the deal with with the Democratic Party not wanting to let voters pick between the the, the two party nominees?
1: It's something to behold. I mean, there's been legal scholars that are even Democrat and liberals leaning that have said they've never seen anything like this. They they filed that in the dissent opinion that the supreme court uh took up which is now of course hearing the case we're very confident the supreme court will get this right never in american history has either political party or partisan uh, judges that sit on benches in, in individual states decide, tried to decide the outcome of an american election and strip the right of millions of voters to vote for their preferred candidate. so colorado is going to lose uh and the supreme court will get this right we're very confident that they will, and all of these other cases will stop. But I mean, to see Illinois again come out with that last night, knowing that this is completely unconstitutional, it just shows you how willing, how far they're willing to go in order to stop the man. And that should make voters want to more fired up than ever to vote for him. Uh, when you see that people are doing everything they can to stop him that should tell you there's a reason you should vote for him because he's not beholden to the powers that be. He's not beholden to the establishment ruling class. He's only beholden to the American people, and that's why they can't stand him.
0: All right. I couldn't have you on without asking the question. Every Republican wants to know, who's Donald Trump going to take as his running mate?
1: (laughs) Everybody does indeed want to know the answer to that question. You will find out soon. I am sure the president will make an announcement. We're focused right now on wrapping up this primary process getting the necessary delegates required for him to be the official nominee of the party there's a lot of good options on the table we have a deep bench in the republican party and uh, i'm sure president trump will be making that decision soon
0: caroline uh just for our listeners obviously we get to see the president on tv we get to hear hear from him what's it like being the national press secretary traveling with the president what's your day-to-day what's your schedule like it's got to be crazy
1: Oh, man. It is absolutely crazy. I'll tell you, I'm in my late 20s, and keeping up with the man is difficult for me to do. He is so tough. He works around the clock. He hardly sleeps. I don't know how he does it, but he does it because he's so fired up to get this country back on track. He really loves the fight. He loves the people of this country, and it's just such an honor to work for a man who works so hard, to better this nation he's the best president certainly in my lifetime arguably in history and it's just an honor and a pleasure to, to speak on behalf of him and our campaign team and i just want to say you know i'm out there doing a lot of the media but we have so many phenomenal people that work on this team behind the scene the scenes that put together the events put together the rallies uh and support the president in so many different ways so We have an awesome team. The morale is very high, and we are all determined and working around the clock to win this election, no doubt about it.
0: You know, you're absolutely right when you say high energy. I was at the Manchester rally in New Hampshire just a couple nights before New Hampshire took the vote, and watching him pacing the stage, firing up the crowd, he does, he brings almost a limitless energy when he speaks. You can feel it in the room. It's a little bit of a rock concert vibe when you go to one of the Trump rallies.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's awesome. It really is. It's invigorating to be around. And, and uh, you know, he's like that every day, whether he's doing you know, private one-on-one political meetings or whether he's doing interviews with people. He just has a way about him. He's a special person. And people feel that. And, you know, that's why this is more than a campaign. And we recognize that this is a movement of millions of people across the country who feel forgotten and left behind by politicians on both sides of the aisle, you know, Republicans and Democrats. They ha- We've had politicians for years that say one thing and do another, and President Trump is anything but that. Let me tell you, uh, he's exactly like he appears on television as he is behind closed doors. The man says what he thinks. You always know where you stand with him on any given day. Uh, and in that way, he's, he's a, a good person to work for because, uh, you know, he tells it like it is. If you're doing something wrong, he's going to let you know. If you're doing great, he'll let you know that too. Uh, you know, he, he's, he, he keeps it honest, and he always does.
0: Caroline, thanks so much for joining us today. Looking forward to a big victory in the caucuses this Saturday in Missouri.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Get out and vote, everyone.
0: All right. That was Caroline Levitt, the national press secretary for Donald Trump. Got to love when you get somebody like that talking about their boss. I always think it's interesting when we're not just talking about Donald Trump, the, the the candidate for president, but a little bit more what it's like to travel with him, the energy in the room. I've always found that fascinating, especially on the national level. You know, I, I know some people that know some people that work with Joe Biden and their handlers it's a little bit more like uh, you know we got to make sure he takes seven steps and not eight because otherwise he'll end up wandering off the wrong direction Donald Trump it's more like we just got to point him in the right direction and watch him go go fire things up really uh, fascinating day to day with the dichotomy of him going to eagle pass where we've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of uh illegal immigrants come across the border and then Joe Biden says, oh, I got to run down to the border too, but I'm going to go to Brownsville where barely anybody's coming across. So it looks better than it is, and it only looks better because they've got a whole bunch of Texas razor wire right down there. So uh, really fun to have that interview on. Okay, we got lots more to come in the show. Kerry Wells coming up next. We're, we're going to stick with this caucus theme. What's happening on Saturday? What's happening with the state party? We'll be right back.